0: going on next week
1: just uh, you know back back at it back back to work i was in europe for, for context for oh. people listening i was in europe for 11 days
0: well you were in spain right
1: i was mostly in spain uh, i was in okay. porto portugal for a bit too wait tell me about the trip yeah i guess uh, yeah I, I, i'm, I'm such <laughs> a yeah i'm such a down energy right now my bad the trip was dope the trip was dope i think it's kind of like the uh the void after like a big international vacation
0: yeah you're like, ah, oh, regular life, now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah But uh, the trip was amazing I mean, I had so much jamon If, uh, you, if you know, the yes. jamon iberico Yes Ugh. Ugh. My, I so think, good I think, um, I regularly think about I don't know why I regularly think about this I regularly think about, like, what I would have If, like, I was getting the chair And, I like, they asked me for my last meal What I would oh, get Oh,
0: right Oh, man, I don't think I could decide Yeah, it's hard, right? I I would choose something and it would just be like, nah, that probably wasn't it, but still would be a good meal.
1: Yeah. I have a few things. I think hamoni berico is...
0: It's that high for
1: you? Yeah. Like, Mm. the thing is, like, usually you can ask for multiple things. Yeah. But it would be included in my plate of things I want. I think hamoni berico would be in there. Which is different than... Like, what's your favorite food, to me, is not a good question. I think it's... I think you have to have... If you could eat one for the rest of your life.
0: The, well, these are all different questions.
1: Well, the, exactly. Exactly. If, yeah. Because I have a favorite. I have favorite foods that I would could eat forever. And then yeah. I have favorite foods that like if there was one more meal left, that's what I would want. But like I couldn't yeah. eat it every day. I can't have yeah. pasta and like pork belly every day. Like, yeah. I, you yeah, know, yeah. It's that's not with much. my, you know, sensitive Asian digestive <laughs> system anyway. Um, but I digress. I had so much jamon. I had so much wine. Um, turns out, after some red wine goes in, my Spanish is not that bad. Yeah, that's same for me. Yeah, same it's, for me. So uh, is it pretty decent? Was it
0: you that said that you can't roll your r's? Or is that I can't roll else? my r's. Okay. I can't like, my da, rs. Da, da, da.
1: Yeah, we were Gloria and I and my girlfriend Gloria and I were walking through streets of Spain, like going back and forth trying to roll our r's. She can roll them great. Okay. So like, I finally got like. So they have. I don't know if you've ever seen these, but they have the. So in Spain, they have like. Uh, churros con chocolate where you dip like breakfast churros 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 chur- churros right like but they have these fat churros called porras bo- bo- bor- i can't do, it. It, right I can't do it i can't do it this is probably nails <laughs> on a chalkboard, s- chalkboard you sound like you're doing like a borra, borra. i'm sorry i'll stop doing borra. it for the sake of people <laughs> listening but it's so frustrating to me because i really love the language yeah, And I think the, the rolling the R's is one of the, you know, sexy flourishes <laughs> of the, mm-hmm. Spanish is musical, but it's also uh, percussive. It's passionate, like the language and the culture. I forgot how cheap like Spanish it, or Spain is compared to really uh, like New York and mm-hmm. the rest of, I think like m- my perception is rest of like Western Europe, like uh, mm-hmm. London and Paris, I, I, I believe are like New York prices
0: yeah if not a little worse if memory mm. is serving correctly yeah um i think like i mean those are two of the most touristy places yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, it's like the especially if you go in the wrong place and and same goes for new york you go in the wrong neighborhood yeah you're and like, right, it's you're clearly right. tourist prices and you're like what the hell man
1: yeah that's true that's true there's like like i paid 30 dollars for an apple yeah. meal like what am i doing
0: i know and um it, but there's always even in in new york in every in every place, there's always that like, oh well, if you go, he- New York is expensive. Yeah, but you can get dollar pizza anywhere. You yeah, know? yeah that's they true, always that's say true. that about New York. But you're right. Like if you're, I'm not sure what the right way to to judge it though is. It's like if you're going to like what what restaurant is it like? Is the way to judge it? You know?
1: Um. Yeah, you're right. It's there's not. It's more like a gut thing, finger in the air than like a. Yeah. Uh, barometer like specific barometer sometimes people do the mcdonald's trick like the happy meal
0: yeah but that's more like the prices are the same across the whole united States. although isn't manhattan for certain fast food chains it's like a little bit more expensive i'm not sure because of like the transportation costs to get in that sounds like but i think otherwise mcdonald's is the same everywhere in the united states so you're
1: saying it's not a good comp because it's like
0: artificial, not for but for united states versus other countries yeah yeah i only went to barcelona in spain yeah. so I, I i i'm also spanish myself like i'm spanish like are you spanish my Mexican? heritage yes it's you... kind of complicated okay it's like i'm hispanic but it's like like we did the tr- 23 and me test yeah for both my parents they're basically the same yeah and it was like around 50 a little under 50 percent spanish and then the rest was native american of some sort i see uh but it's it gets so complicated I with, like so be, you're, with you're, being Hispanic. Yeah, you're yeah.
1: ancestrally like a Spaniard-ish, like Spanish Hispanic. Yeah, but like most recently, sovereign nation, like geographically, your yeah. family's most recently from Mexico. Is that
0: right? That's where it gets complicated because it's like <laughs> they've <laughs> they've. A lot of my family has lived around the United States okay. for a really long time. So even before it was like in New Mexico and stuff, like yeah. even before it was the United States, they were still there. Oh, so when it was when it was Mexico, dude, right? interesting. So and, and then that that goes for both. Like, dude, I don't, I don't like, really know it like that well, but
1: one of the most. Your your lineage is like one of the most OG non slave owning white people in America. Then
0: I, I I don't know about. I mean I wouldn't say that because I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <Okay>. so, <laughs> I don't know though. Okay, uh,
1: maybe, yeah. maybe maybe the conversation's taking a weird <laughs> left turn. <but. laughs> how,
0: how am I supposed to know? Right? Like I asked my dad, and it's like, yeah. all right, what? So, I don't so what? Was... What ethnicity is yeah. your your parents? And he's like, well. My my dad is from, he's from Mexico, but he's German, and then my m- and then he says my mom she's from, I can't even remember now. Yeah, he's like, they always say oh, but she's French, but like she doesn't look French. She looks like she was like thing. more Native American. You French. look very
1: castable for a for a college campus pamphlet. Yeah, or, exactly for a for a JC magazine ad. Oh, you
0: were—that's true. I I was. I remembered actually. Yes. When I me and my mom when we first visited NYU, they made a pamphlet that was like, or maybe it was a pamphlet, but it was like a picture of like weekend on the square, which is oh yeah, 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 yeah which yeah. is NYU's big thing for people who are I think who are accepted accepted, and it's, it's, and then it's their big wanna, sell for yeah, them yeah, to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm. I had never been to New York and I, me and my mom went and my sister and there's a picture of us and I think it was on like the school newspaper or something like that it was a picture of me and my mom so because we're perfectly like ethnically ambiguous like we're white good we're looking white, people but we have very dark black hair so it's yeah, like maybe yeah, they're yeah. not that white you know? <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I agree it's still like that guy's white but like a little different <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs>
1: Spain was good. Spain was good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to jump right into it, so let's get right into our theme song. It goes yeah. like this. Welcome back to Avatar The First Viewing. This is the podcast where your first time watcher of the show, Avatar The Last Airbender, goes through and watches the entire series from start to finish alongside an avatar expert. I am your avatar expert, Eli. I'm your avatar expert. I am... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I am your avatar newbie, Peter. And today, we watched Season 3, Episode 8, The Puppet Master. Yes. And I just want to say right off the bat, I feel like this has been spoiled for you. Yeah. Uh, Who spoiled this for me, though? Was that you? I don't think it was me. Mm. viewers can can attest hopefully (laughs) i hope so but it might have been
1: james if you're listening james it might have been you
0: (laughs) (laughs) it just comes up though this because bloodbending i don't know when when people talk about avatar this is something that they like to talk about is bloodbending Mm. because it's so it's so interesting right it's so it like this brings me back to when um I think at the start of season two, I asked you, or maybe it was when Toph first metal bended. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I
0: asked, "What do you think other forms of, of bending there will be?" Oh, is that and we
1: might have talked about that then? I, I think, think
0: I don't think you said blood bending. Yeah, but I remember you saying metal bending. Oh, did I? So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That so way Magneto back when. Action.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I'm curious on first of all, overall thoughts on this episode, and just what you think about blood bending.
1: I mean, <clears throat> bloodbending as a concept is badass. And for that, yeah. like, I really enjoyed watching this episode. If I'm being, if I'm being like a harumph, tore on my mustache critic about it, to be honest, like, I don't think it was like storytelling. Like, I, I don't know. As an episode yeah. of storytelling, yeah. like, I, I think it was kind of like, it, it was almost like, hey, here's bloodbending, by the way.
0: Yeah, this, this is kind of. <laughs> I'll get into this more, but I feel like the way this episode goes, like the plot of it, it feels like an episode of a D&D campaign that my DM would tell me. Like, you come up, you're you're at a fire and a strange lady comes up to you and she invites <laughs> yeah, you into yeah, her yeah. home. Yeah, And yeah, she's very yeah. witchy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's almost, I'm pretty sure if you... I'm too lazy to do this, but if we picked out one of the episodes from season one, maybe it's the panda episode with the spirit. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the the artifacts are like one to one. They just like put Uh a different skin on a different episode and then just introduce bloodbending. I will say there were some aspects of the episode that I really enjoyed, but I think overall nothing really stood out to me. Other than I think bloodbending and the and the kind of dark characterizations throughout the episode.
0: I, I agree with you on that. I think same thing upon the rewatch, like there's some cool moments, great ideas, but like as an episode, it doesn't click with me as much as the other ones. But yeah. Yeah, let's hop into our newbie recap. Yep, yep. Newbie recap. Fade in. The Angang is
1: <laughs> sitting around the campfire. Exterior. Exterior. Nice. <laughs> The Ang gang is sitting around a campfire in a forest telling ghost stories. Katara actually tells this kind of weird ghost story about when her mom was a kid, like someone going missing. But anyway, this lady from a nearby Fire Nation village comes in and is like, hey, what what are you guys doing here? People have been going missing in this forest. Come back to my inn. Uh, She's a little bit creepy, but you're like, okay, she's an old lady, whatever. They stay in the village. They think that a spirit kind of like the panda from season one is pissed and taking people away. Toff says, I hear people screaming under the mountain and they're like, stop trying to be scary. Like, you know, yeah. like, like quit it. Uh, they stay in the village for a while. And then it turns out that Hama, the the old lady is actually from the Southern water tribe. And she details this story of how pretty much like reminiscent of like Jewish people taken from their homes to camps like the Fire Nation Mm. came, took waterbenders from the Southern Water Tribe, put them in cages. And she says she's the only one that manages to have gotten away from those prisons. And presumably everyone else is like passed away. We're still captive. Um, And she wants to teach Katara how to waterbend even more. And she says it's only when, let's go out when the moon is full because that's when we get like a power... Power boost, <laughs> mm. a power up. I think people already get the gist. So let me just fast forward to the end. Turns out, yeah, she can suck out water from the air, grass, trees, and obliterate like pulverize them and like use the water to water bend and fight. And she can also blood bend, bend the water inside people's bodies to make them like into the, her puppets. And mm-hmm. she is clearly like war. Prisoner scarred and like she she's vindictively taking it out against like Fire Nation people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what she's been doing is locking people up to rot in a cave underneath a mountain. And that's what Toph was hearing. Yeah. Katara refuses to learn bloodbending, but then ultimately has to use bloodbending to stop her. And the End Gang frees everybody and, you know, they lock her up. Yeah. And Katara, like, cries at the end because it's like, what have I become? Like, I don't want this power, you know? Yeah. Clearly, it, it, thematically, I mean, b- we're going to get into it, but thematically it's very, very much like a satanic, dark magic power kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been tainted sort yeah. of thing. Like like a Palpatine. Like, yeah, yeah. Use it. Makes <laughs> you stronger.
1: <laughs> a great Palpatine voice.
0: Feel your anger. <laughs> Use it. Yeah, that's the episode. We already did overall thoughts, but I'm curious to hear your predictions, specifically when it comes around bloodbending and also Hama. Because at the end of the episode, they just kind of take her away. Yeah. So, like, talk about that.
1: Huh. That is true. I figured we you'd never see... I thought you would never see Hama again. Mm-hmm. I feel like one thing that you made me realize is... One twist that I think would be amazing for the finale is if Sozin's forces includes converted or pressured benders of other elements. Mm. You know, whether it's brainwashing or like, you know, they have like your family captive, so you have to do it. Like, I remember the episode where we talked about like how my grandpa was like a bullet catcher soldier in the front lines of the Japanese military. So yeah, maybe not Hama, but like maybe bloodbending comes back on Sozan's side, but I do think for sure Katara will have to bloodbend before the show is over. Like why why else would mm-hmm. they introduce it? I mean clearly they're not gonna she's not gonna use it liberally. They did set a restriction on it, right? It's
0: during the full moon. Yeah you're right you're right. Yeah during the night during a full moon. Oh right because when the sun comes out yeah that's it that's what that one character said. He was yeah, able to yeah, break yeah. free once the sun rose. Yeah
1: yeah 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 so I feel mm-hmm. like there's gonna be a, yeah like a espionage pivotal time when she can blood Bend I mean I, I not too much other than that but like the thing is like the it's nowhere this shows nowhere near this dark but like in theory they show you they show you all the dots that you can connect that like she could make people just turn into beef jerky if she wanted to
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: you know like she could just pulverize like just immediately just pop people like a pimple if she wanted
0: to because that's what she did to the trees yeah when during their fight she would just like s- squish them yeah fully like bark exterior tree and then yeah. use the water out of that yeah
1: and like katara didn't hadn't done that before mm. um and she kind of did that to fight hama but like hama clearly didn't doesn't have like a respect for like the lives of like the plants and stuff let alone maybe like mm. the free will of the people around them Yeah, I don't know. A lot of times, animes and shows create more... Like, not just a physical restriction on, like, capping the use, but also, like, include, like, some toll to the user of powers like this. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, so dark. Maybe the Mm -hmm. toll is, like, can you live with yourself kind of thing, but... Yeah. For Katara, I think she's going to be very reluctant, but I think it's going to have to come into play at the end. It really is, like, one of the most powerful... Arguably the most I think like deadly, yeah, like lethal mm-hmm. things. Like she could commit like mass murder, like mm. instantly. Like, you know, it's very scary. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so that's my <laughs> predictions, but like super okay. broad.
0: No, I like that. Cause it is broad, just like what is the possibility of this new thing that they've added to the show? It's a broad question. I want it to be broad on purpose. I don't want to lead you down too many paths. I like to keep you just your mind guessing is as, yeah. as best that you can, as someone who's yeah. seen it the first time. Yeah, that touched on everything. It touched on Katara as well. So let's talk about our favorite scenes. Yep, yep. I just talked about this, but I I really think like this this is a very good example of the show like not going overboard with like overpowered abilities yeah. because is it's very smart of them to say okay, bloodbending, but only during the full moon, only at night, right? because it, it is really kind of like a checkmate against a lot of of so many other abilities and i was just um i was just watching this tiktok that was talking about something similar mm. there's a guy who said he, he's playing the like the role playing game that's for avatar and he was saying he came up with something as an earthbender that's also sort of like a checkmate mm. <laughs> he says what my character what he wants to do with his character is earthbenders can make people like buried a little bit right oh, like yeah. can quicksand people yeah and it can also like move people along the the earth so it's like you can quicksand them and then just like and like s- basically stretch their body like qu- quarter them oh right? you
1: can draw and quarter <laughs>
0: them with the earth yeah exactly that's what he's saying so like that there's a a whole lot of stuff that like when you really think about it in this show it's like oh that like i didn't even consider that that could happen and so i think the show it, it does such a good job with not doing those things and like you really have to be creative in your mind to think they should do that but like you watching the show you're not thinking like how come they're not bloodbending how come they're not drawing and courting everybody they see right
1: yeah yeah so
0: i, I like those restrictions
1: that would be a dark dark show exactly
0: that'd be a very different show yeah.
1: i i do think like it points at, like magneto is so op right yes like think about how op yes. is like even when he's not in like civilization and then he yeah. pulls out iron from like I, that's blood. exactly what i thought yeah. of
0: yeah when we were talking yeah. about that from the movie x2 yeah, great great uh-huh.
1: great uh great, great movie. movie and then also like in in one piece <laughs> here's my one here's <laughs> comes my up again here, all right avatar podcast bingo <laughs> um in one piece <laughs> <Pink>. <laughs> uh the elemental powers are seen as like the, the most powerful powers just because like right clearly like you're like you're you're a demigod at that point you know like yeah 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 yeah. so anyway yeah i think you're right that like i never even thought of that but like yeah in theory you could just rip people in half if you're tough by their ankles exactly yeah or just at least (laughs) dislocate their
0: legs at the hips yeah just break their legs yeah Uh the other thing i want to talk about was well first of all i think the the fight was the fight's always cool yeah this fight i thought was especially pretty cool yeah Cool seeing waterbenders fight each other. You don't get that that much yeah. uh, in this show. So it's nice to see that again in season three. You got some of that in season one. And I, I love these moments. And I think it kind of detracts from it a little bit when they have the recap things. It's previously an avatar and it shows these other moments. But I like when I would have preferred if they didn't show these specific things. Because they showed when they showed Hama's past, they showed her doing things that you're like, I remember that. Like, she puts the Fiery Nation ship up in this big iceberg, and that's what the ship that Katara and Aang explored in, I think, episode one or two.
1: Mm. And
0: I wish they just hadn't reminded us of that. I think that's something that's cool Uh, as a viewer for you to be like, hey, that was her, rather than being like, oh, yeah, from five minutes ago, I remembered. You just showed me that, right? Oh, I didn't even catch that, but. Oh, okay. Never mind. (laughs) Well, I I enjoyed that
1: you connected that dot for me.
0: (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Oops. Never mind that. I, I take away that and I think it's A OK. <laughs> yeah, those are the main things. I also liked Old Man Ding, I thought was funny. Old Another character funny, yeah. that's like side character that they like animated in a goofy way. Yeah. Uh and yeah, just his voice acting and animation I thought were pretty funny. Yeah. What do you got, Peter?
1: I really just think it's bloodbending. Like I
0: I, I <laughs> like I know that's a- stating the obvious. Yeah, I know that's but so in obvious. the best way.
1: But like I really think like this show has generally been like very wholesome and like child friendly, right? This episode yeah. really felt like a lot of anime mm-hmm. in that like it, it introduced dark themes. Like
0: mm-hmm. if you
1: if you watch Naruto, this felt like an Orochimaru <laughs> episode. This felt like this felt like you know Bellatrix Lestrange like Voldemort T like kind of stuff. I think they did the creepy crawlies like the dark yeah energy around the topic. The kind of making your skin crawl through Katara. I think they did it pretty well mm-hmm. and pretty seamlessly. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, and I think the sequence of her talking about how she was taken away. I think her her back uh, backstory, like storytelling of how she was taken away. She trained on rats to bloodbend, and then eventually trained on men. I thought that part was probably the the strongest storytelling yeah. sequence.
0: yeah yeah yeah, that was i i think her backstory is awesome
1: yeah like the the prisons were elevated they like Mm -hmm. tied them up before they could feed them water Mm -hmm. like yeah
0: and this is the the, uh, just a good example of the show having like really great world building which i'm actually gonna critique again in the (laughs) critique section yeah but i love that they went into the detail of like how would you hold prisoner a really powerful waterbender yeah yeah as firebenders yeah yeah do you want to talk about critiques
1: talk about critiques
0: Yep, yep. Plot-wise, I feel like this episode had that. It just—I always mention when it feels like D and D. This yeah. one felt like, especially like D and D. I've literally played a session to this very similar, where a, <laughs> it's always a witch. Yeah. A witch comes upon your party, just like you just run into the a witch. Red and red says, Oh, come inside! I'm so friendly. Come have my soup. And she she gave them soup this time as well. <laughs> come have my soup. Oh, I'm I'm actually misunderstood, but. Turns out I'm still a bad guy at the end of the day. The setup for that. And in particular, they were doing this setup and their episode is going along. And then there's this moment where I'm like, they're like, all right, let's go shopping together. I get why they're shopping. It's like, okay. She let them stay in her inn. Presumably her, she's, they say she's an innkeeper. She let them stay in her inn for free. And she's like, let's go shopping. At first, I was like, why are they going shopping? I'm like, okay, because it was they did that for free. They're just helping an old lady out. Okay, cool. Yeah. But then I'm like, what are they doing here? As like in a, this like, village? Yeah, like why Why are they there? Like season, yeah. plot-wise, season-wise. They're supposed to be looking for a firebending teacher. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. They're
0: like gaining intel. Yeah.
1: Wait, okay. I, I you, you rekindled a, a thought I had. <laughs> there's this shot of, there's this moment in the market specifically where, what's his name? And- Sokka is so, ca- I, uh, an- another bingo moment, <laughs> Sorry, another never bingo remember moment, Sokka. <laughs> where he's like, what, where he's just like, like carefree, like strolling down the market saying some shit. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, you were so anal about the Gantt chart timeline yeah. <laughs> in a, like a couple episodes yeah. ago. And that's just like, so what happened to that? yeah someone out the window i remember him like pressuring ang to not do something like pretty reasonable or like important yeah because yeah he needed to prioritize the timeline but they're just kind of like doing episode one type shit again and Mm -hmm. you feel zero ten i forgot about the sparky sparky boom boom man this episode
0: yeah like what happened to that because we just said in the last episode. He's such a great part of season three because he continues the season-wide yeah. plot moving, yeah, 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 whereas yeah. that wasn't happening in season one, which is fine. Yeah. But that was the case with this episode, for sure. Yeah. Like, as I was saying, with this moment, with them in the market, as, as soon as I thought in my head, what are they doing here? Aang <laughs> has a line, a, a line right then where he's like, mm, I'm the Avatar. Avatar helps people. I'm going to help people in this, something along those lines. Yeah. It's like, that was a weak explanation yeah. of them being there. I don't, I don't buy that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it feels like they're trying to force a season 1 like yes, avatar episode. hero week weekly episode trope yeah. but then it just kind of doesn't fit. It feels forced. Yeah.
0: I mean, he he can say that literally in any in any situation he can say I'm Avatar, Avatar helps people. That's why I'm here. I'm helping people. That's the reason. That's the plot. Not enough plot for me. I need I, I need a little bit more tie in to this overarching plot. Yeah. I also wish we haven't seen Zuko in a little bit.
1: Oh, that's true. Fuck. I
0: know. It's just been this point in the season where I'm like I want to continue that story a little bit more.
1: Yeah. yeah. I really feel like usually they do a pretty good job of like having a AB yeah. story mm-hmm. and then and then like giving you one nugget of lore or like yes. one like like the episode where Toph uh figures out how to metal bend, that was like mm. very seamlessly tied into like her trying yes. to her getting like duped the, the Aang gang getting duped and then caught and then getting transported away.
0: Yeah. So mm.
1: I feel like they didn't have to devote a whole episode to this. I agree. Devoting a whole episode to bloodbending is fine, but they should have filled it with more rich, like plot and yeah. development. Um, the- yeah. You're right. That like Zuko not be, there wasn't even a B story. That's probably yeah. partially why I felt so like not dynamic.
0: That's why it feels so much more filler. It's like, you need to have those. I wish they could have just spread it out a little bit more or have sparky, sparky boom man. Yeah. So that's my main critique. The other one is that, okay. (laughs) So after, after Hama is like, all right, you win, but I win because you're bloodbending. Yeah. yeah, And then they're like, all right, take her away. What are they going to do with her? She, the whole (laughs) thing is that she was a prisoner.
1: Wait, wait. Wait, I'm such an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's the biggest hole.
0: (laughs) What are they going to (laughs) do? She devised Uh, a new form of bending by being locked up in prison. They're going to throw her back in prison? I guess
1: you could just do the same thing, except like don't go around her at all during full moon nights. But like, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yes, I, I guess so. I guess so. But no no water. She doesn't get any water on a full moon night. Yeah.
1: I think it's also that, like, okay, no, never mind. Katara doesn't have to be there to, because after, if she's shackled up, she can't, like, she needs to move her arms and stuff. Okay.
0: I, I think, though, if this was Legend of Korra or if this was an HBO retelling of Avatar, I think at the end of this episode, it would be a big, like, moral decision that they would have to make as a group of, like, what do we do with this? person hama how do we deal yeah. with the situation because they can't contain her the fire nation can't contain her how I feel do we like, deal with her
1: i feel like if it was an hbo like a really dark version i think katara might accidentally or like bloodbent splatter explode kill her that or <laughs> you know what i mean and like yeah. and then like her like what have i become is like
0: I mean, that's that's like the really dark version. Another version I was thinking is like they're like the Fire Nation soldiers show up and she has to like bloodbend all of the Fire Nation soldiers so that Hama can get away somewhere or like because she doesn't Mm. want to kill anyone. Yeah. and So she just starts like bloodbending, like even like the civilians, you know. Oh, man. I think that's it. If this was HBO, I think it might go something like that.
1: Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Curious
0: indeed. Creepy, isn't it? Bloodbending is creepy. creepy.
1: Bloodbending is creepy.
0: And just like that, we can move on to our freshman year bogus thesis. Yep, yep. I
1: mean, there's one side of it that's like pressure makes diamonds, where like her being in a yeah. prison for so long helped her sculpt this. I feel like it's a little bit low hanging fruit. No, I feel like no. No, you're more...
0: onto something. This is the third time that yeah. someone has been in a prison and invented a new. Bending technique.
1: Wait, that's true. That's true. Wait, what's this? What's
0: so metal bending, blood bending, metal bending, the other one. sweat bending out oh, of a wooden prison. <laughs> literally in the last episode. And yeah. then now blood bending out of a a prison meant for water benders.
1: Yeah. They do that a lot. It's like, yeah. uh, like, oh, near death or like, yeah, pressures on invent something new. Yeah. I mean, anime does that too, a lot. But yeah, I think it's there's. Fun. I think that's definitely something there. I think a more bogus thesis would be something like I I, I always have trouble like making it sound short and wise, but like something along it's the lines of It's like, not supposed to sound
0: wise, it's supposed to sound freshman.
1: Uh you're right, you're right. But like I, I, I something around the lines of like vengeance is toxic for the soul? Yeah. But but what she's doing isn't vengeance, right? Like but <sighs> Something like, but if you're avenging, if you're, Hmm, hmm, hmm. but hurting people cause you're hurt is even more toxic. I don't know how to.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Cause, cause like
1: basically what I'm trying to point out is like, she's a senile old lady who can like do a lot of damage to completely innocent. Yeah. Like village country bumpkin people. Yeah, You know what I mean? And I get that to her. It's like Fire Nation's Fire Nation. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But like, you know, she's not, you know, it'd be one thing if she was using bloodbending to like get to the military center and take down the military. It's like clearly she's not very smart if she thinks she's helping the cause by incarcerating 50 villagers. Yeah, exactly. And like killing them. Yeah. So she needs to think
0: bigger, is what you're saying. Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. uh, Vengeance, revenge is poisonous for the soul. But if you're gonna do it, think bigger. (laughs) (laughs) No, please no.
0: Uh, Hurt people. Okay. No. Here's the thing. (laughs) If you're gonna do it, think bigger. You know what that is? What? Jet. Yeah. Same situation for him. Right. Is he was like the fire nation has wronged me and i'm not in the fire nation i'm gonna i'm gonna take it out doesn't matter who's in the way well he he was he he did think bigger but he also was like i don't care if it's civilians i don't care if it's soldiers i'm just gonna take out like i'm gonna cripple their military i'm gonna but that's what the vengeance leads to he's like all right this is a military target this will cripple them and hurt hurt the fire nation there's gonna be thousands of." civilian casualties and he didn't care about that and i feel like if hama eventually would have ended up there because she is yeah eventually she would have her closet full of puppets and she says "Uh uh-huh you're suffering but that can't that's not going to satisfy her she's gonna say how can i how can i really hit the fire nation and it's it's gonna she's gonna think bigger and it's gonna be like a jet-like sort of thing i'm gonna take this out a couple hundred people are gonna die because of that yeah yeah and that's that's the the toxic root of vengeance. I think Jet
1: pulling in Jet is uh, Jet's like the opposite where like he thought yeah. big, he just like became amoral. Yeah. That's my thesis, I guess.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Okay, here it is. Here it is. My thesis is that is that Hama lets Katara win. Ooh. Because she she wants like she says like I'm the last, like we're the two last. Southern Water Tribe benders. and yeah. overall, her her goal is is uh, to continue her tradition, and that does happen with Katara. Yeah. So, I think yeah, I think she could have, she could have. I, I I mean, I guess I she think, can't bloodbend. But sorry, go ahead.
1: I think you're right that like that that is one thematic complexity. I I know I was kind of shitting on this episode for being flat, but I think the thematic complexity of Katara won the fight, but Hama actually won the battle of Intense yeah. and the battle yeah. of like I don't know philosophy. Mm. I think you're right that she let Katara win in terms of the fight because her ultimate goal is to get her to bloodbend. Yeah. Um. And I and, and I think that's actually a good that's a solid thesis, not even bogus. I think that's
0: it's yeah, profound. I think really. it's good. Yeah. No, I, I think that is good. what the episode is trying to say. Honestly. Yeah. 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 Because that's why. Every, almost every Avatar episode ends with a, like, they have the um, Marimba thing where they play the theme. Yeah. Like in our podcast, we play that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they have some sort of like little zinger of like, what did we learn today? But yeah. this one was you lose Katara and then the episode's over.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like on her knees or something. Yeah. Like she's crying mm-hmm. out. She's tainted. Dude, you being, like, dark and just red in the face <laughs> is adding so much to
0: the. <laughs> <laughs> you look demonic, bro. <laughs> the, sorry, viewers. We're, we're on a video. We always do a video call when we talk about this. And just my, the sun is just setting. The room is getting dark. And it's just my, the only thing you can see in the my video feed is just my face. And for, I think it's because I have, like, the night shift on that it's, yeah, like, yeah. The screen is a lot more orange, and it makes my whole... Just my face look You're kind just, of orangey red. Your face is red. just red. <laughs> yeah. Blood bending. <laughs> Anyways, viewers, thanks again for watching this episode. We have a great a sponsor this episode. I'm really happy we finally secured this one. It's been many weeks in the making. Peter, why don't you tell us who sponsored us?
1: Ah, uh, you threw it right back at me. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week's sponsor is the red cross the red cross <laughs> d- donate, donate your blood, your blood.
0: yes to, to charity i am type o positive
1: are you are you are you really
0: i am i think i'm ab A- is it, ab oh. plus we've AB. talked about because red cross has sponsored this podcast before hasn't it oh, and wait, then it you said you're okay. ab i'm like really there's not that many ab's but wait are, w- are there w- wait red wait when did we do
1: red cross before
0: I feel like we... I don't know. I just feel like we have. Wait, you're AB what?
1: I think I'm AB positive or
0: AB... That is the second most rare.
1: What's the first most rare?
0: Oh, negative. Um, Only 5% of people have AB AB positive.
1: Yeah. I might be making it up though, so...
0: (laughs) I have the most common one. O negative. O positive.
1: O positive? Yeah.
0: yeah. Wait, this is saying O negative is 13%. Okay.
1: Where are you getting these facts? It's the on internet Google and the, the, the these internet? two these two facts really <laughs> disagree
0: with each other. So just never mind all of that. Donate your blood, especially if you're O positive or O negative. Or you know what? Never mind. Not especially because. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> We're not doctors. But I do know that O positive can donate to other types of positive A, B, and AB because it's just O. So I can oh. I can donate blood to you. I see. As long as you're AB positive. Actually, I don't know if any of that is correct. Never mind. Google <laughs> it first, but check a legitimate Consult site. Consult your doctor. <laughs> yeah, ask your doctor. This oh, is why... My...
1: I'm trying to... I imagine us <laughs> doing actual
0: fucking ad reads. Yeah. <laughs> I... I...
1: Fuck it up so us, hard.
0: Us just slinging misinformation. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks again for watching. Uh, be sure to leave a review down on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify and respond to the question... And now I'm just going to leave a new question every time on Spotify because it's kind of fun. Uh, so the question this this time will be something. I don't know. I'll come <laughs> up with it <that> later. <laughs> well, that's about it for this time. Thanks again, everybody. And Peter, why don't you tell us some words of wisdom?
1: Drink lots of water. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Eight glasses a day.